What's up, Joes? Welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan joined by Rafael Chavez, like always. What's Holland. going on, Jeff? Shit, jamming to Holland Oats, baby. Yeah. What I want, you got to hard handle. Dude, that's <sighs> that's literally like my favorite Holland Oats song. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a fucking good song. Doesn't get you in the mood. Go fuck yourself. Gets me in the mood. I'm going to start fucking doing some Taibo or something. What I want, you got. So what's up, Jeff? How Not you been? a lot, brother. Good, man. Just fucking got out of work a little bit ago. And here we are. It's podcast time. Ooh-wee. Ooh, yeah. I'm about to fucking ooh-wee. Yeah, I was, uh, was watching the Contender Series today. Uh, yeah, I did a breakdown, so if you guys want to check that out, go ahead, check that out. Oh, nice. You did a breakdown today? Yeah, that uh, this last episode of the Contender Series is quite good. Okay. Probably try to, I'm going to try to watch it tomorrow. I got the day off after I take my niece to go get lunch. Yeah, four contracts were given out, so. Yeah, that's what you said. You texted me uh, after we got done doing the show um, and said that. I was, all right. BFL's going on right now, so I might check that out, see how that is. I'm recording it on uh, DVR. Well, Brooks is fighting. Okay, so I'll probably see that. Hopefully he fares better than he did at the UFC. That sucked. I had a really a lot of really high hopes for Will Brooks um, coming in. I was pretty hyped when they signed him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if it's just <clears> – <throat> it seems from what his coaches and everybody said, it's just kind of a mental block. Because Will's a really fucking good fighter. Yeah. I've seen it in Bellator. They talk about it in the gym. I call it the David Luanzo syndrome. Because David David never, um, I don't know if you remember David Luanzo um, at all. Okay. No, not too much. So I didn't know if it was before your time of watching MMA or not. Uh, David Luanzo came in right around the same time as George. Him and George were teammates. David was the 185 pounder, and there, David Loazzo was supposed to be like the man at 185. Lots and lots and lots of talent, lots and lots of hype. Um, would destroy lesser opponents, but would would just wilter in fights. Fights that he shouldn't have wiltered in, fights he should have won. He just never could put it together, and it was like this mental block. And I can't remember. There's um, there's actually a, a documentary. It was about. It's mostly focused on David Lawazo, but it was about um, David and George. Um, but yeah, it talked a lot about that, about this mental block that that he just never could get through when it came to fighting in the UFC. But he was a killer. Like he was a long rangey. He was like Anderson Silva before Anderson Silva got into the UFC. Not not the the unhittable um, fucking matrix of Anderson Silva, but, like, David was very long and and a little bit big for the weight class, great elbows, submit, good submissions, like, shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he just he never could put everything together. And I, I see that <clears throat> a lot in Will Brooks with with his time in the UFC. Yeah, he just he, he couldn't get it together. Yeah, and so whenever I always I always call it the David Luazzo, Luazzo syndrome because he's in my mind is like the fighter that sticks out the most about the potential and what he should have been and just never could get over that mental block to get through. He would just he would quit in fights and it's kind of like similar to the some of the shit you would see with Cowboy where like, you know, the flip of the coin which Cowboy's coming out tonight. Yeah. When he when you know he doesn't want to be in there and he's just there to get a paycheck. Um, similar things with David. Sometimes he would just be brilliant. Uh, fuck. I'll have to look up the, look up the name of the documentary real quick so I can tell you. Cause if, if it's still on Netflix, I highly recommend watching it. Um, David, Le, David, the crow, Luazo. <laughs> the crow. That was his nickname. Yeah. I don't remember too much about him. Can we explain how the PFL works? I don't know how the PFL works. I just know it's like a tournament. Yeah, it's a tournament. Well, it works by a season, and it works towards the end. Like midway through the season, I think it turns into a tournament. And if you've racked up enough points, you get thrown into a tournament. If you get a first-round finish in your fight, you get six points. If you get a second-round finish, you get five points. And if you get a decision, you get three. And if you don't get anything, there's that's zero points. And depending on how many times a year you fight, I guess that's how you move on. The sorry, I just found it to the tournament. Okay, all right. The documentary is called "The Striking Truth." Okay. Um, it used to be on Netflix. That's where I first ever watched it. Uh, that and the, uh, like water, that Anderson Silver documentary. <clears throat> but the striking truth is really good. It's it's really good. Um, like I said, it was it, it it was I think it was supposed to be. About both him and George, but it just kind of evolved into more about David and David not living up to the, his potential and um, stuff like that. But yeah, I, I recommend it. It's a good documentary. Dude, Faraz was just on the Joe Rogan Experience. I don't know if you checked that one out. I haven't. Really good. I, really good I mean, podcast. I saw it. I saw he was going. It was on there. It came up in my YouTube, but mm-hmm. I have not. And they got in- it is not on Netflix anymore. Damn! No, they got they got in a lot of shit, like talking about MMA and then nutrition, working out, and then they got into like philosophy because for us is like philosophy major. So they were talking about like free will, and like, uh, yeah. Okay. If this, it got it got deep towards the end. It's a pretty good podcast. I'm definitely gonna check it out again. I'll have to try to check it out. The only podcast I've been listening to lately is the Joe Budden podcast. And, like, I get that in my, like, five minutes to work, five minutes home. It takes me, like, all week to listen to an episode while I'm driving. Okay. Because I I, my phone, I'm not allowed, we don't even get to listen to shit at work. So my phone is literally in my locker except for my 15-minute break and my lunch. And that's it. That sucks. So yeah, dude. That's why, like, I don't. I miss a lot of shit these days because I'm not. I don't. I'm not able to fucking be on social media or even have my phone. So I don't ever get to listen to podcasts at work anymore. It's just. <clears throat> I don't even get to listen to music. It sucks. But 
That is what it you is. You guys aren't playing music there? No. We're not allowed to anymore. They used to have a radio in our area, but um, they put a doorbell for, like, FedEx and shit to ring, which is just outside of our room. But we have a door on both sides. Mm-hmm. And the door was closed, the radio was on, and apparently they didn't hear the doorbell, and so they got pissed and took the radio away. Reasonable. Stupid. They should have put the doorbell inside the fucking room. Our door isn't even supposed to be open anyway. It's supposed to be shut. So how the fuck, even with with no radio, sometimes you can't hear the the doorbell with the door shut. Okay, yeah, and that's pretty dumb. Because there's... There's TVs in the donor area, like one TV on each wall in each section. So there's a TV right above our window. So, like, I can hear a TV and it's loud. How the fuck am I supposed to hear a doorbell? Yeah, it's definitely going to interfere. Yeah, right. They should have put the doorbell fucking intercom thing inside our room. That would have made more goddamn sense, right? Right. Yeah. You know what really pissed me off, Jeff? That shouldn't have pissed me off. What's that? I went, my fat ass went to the drive-thru the other day, you know, to get some Popeyes because I wanted some fried chicken, some tenders, some spicy tenders, a nice five-piece with a nice biscuit and some fries, you know. So I go to the drive-thru, I pull up, and there's a a lady ordering her fucking food or whatever. Uh, She pulls up, I order my food, and um, she pulls up to the window, and uh, I'm, I'm right behind her, and then the lady's like, yeah, uh, can you pull up past the garbage can, and then they'll bring out your food to you. You know, to make the to make the line run faster. Yep. She needs her to pull up so I can get my food, so I can get out of there because my food's ready. Her food's gonna take a little bit longer. That's why they do it. Yep. So old stupid lady, fucking, she's like, oh okay, and this is what pisses me off. So the lady's like, can you pull up past the garbage can, because that's. The amount of room I need to get my shit and get the fuck out of there. Right. Yeah. So stupid lady's like, oh, pass the garbage can? And the lady's like, yes. Tell me why this fucking dumb cunt pulls up (laughs) fucking to the garbage can, arms distance away, throws away a bunch of garbage, and stays there. Because she's dumb? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So I pull up, and I'm... I, I have no space to get out, but I got I, I can pull up to the point where I can stick my hand out and get my food and everything. So I get my food and everything, and I go, meh. And she looks back at me like, I'm fucking crazy. Like, I'm the one that's in the wrong. Like, I'm the one that's the idiot. I got, oh, dude, I want to get out and, like, fucking punch her in the face and be like, yeah, that's what you get for being an idiot. Because there's consequences in life, and that's what the consequence should have been, a punch to the face. Yeah. But no, you you know I realized I overreacted, but still, like you look back at me like I'm the one that's wrong, and then the the lady pops her head out through the drive uh, the drive through window, and she's like, oh, she's waiting for her food, and I'm like, look, lady, I didn't tell her look, lady, I should have, but I was like, oh, I know, it's just you told her to pull up past the garbage can, and she didn't. She's like, oh yeah, I'm sorry, I told her to pull up past the garbage can. I'm gonna be like, look, lady, I've been here all the fucking time. I'm a fat ass. I know the drill. You pull up past the garbage can. Right. You don't You don't piss. Yeah, you don't stop and be like, oh, I'm going to throw away this garbage and then I'm going to stop here and then park my car. And then when the guy behind me beeps, I'm going to be mad. Nah, fuck you, lady. I got to get out of here 
and eat my chicken before it gets cold because your fat ass was going to order a bunch of food but decided to go through the drive-thru instead of going inside and making everyone's trip longer. So, what? fuck that bitch. What was that? Was that, fuck you, lady? Yeah, yeah, that's where the phone needed to go off. Fuck you, lady. <laughs> when did that happen today? That, that, uh, no, that was yesterday, but I've been stewing over it. <laughs> you sound like me on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I've been stewing over it, dude, and I know it shouldn't. I know it shouldn't bug me. But it's the really dumb shit that, like, that really dumb shit that shouldn't oh, affect me that really pisses me off. I understand, man. I get it. I get, I, I was telling you before, I get mad every day at fucking these <laughs> dumbass donors that come into my work. Because it all got resolved. You know, I beeped and she's like, what? And then she pulled up a little bit and then I pulled out and left and that was it. But still, I was like, you dumb bitch. Did you stare at her the whole time as you went by her? Yeah. I would yeah. have. Mm-hmm. Cause she's dumb. She was the one that was wrong, not me. Dude, I had a girl. I was a few weeks ago. Um, I was taking my coworker home, and I almost got hit twice. Like I almost got rear-ended by somebody. A bus almost fucking went through a stop sign and hit me. And then I dropped him off, and I was heading back down the main road back to my house. And this dumb fucking young bitch almost merged into my lane and hit me. And I fucking honked at her, and she like looked at me like I was an asshole, and so and then flipped me off. Oh man! So I fucking I flipped shit for like a quarter of a mile. Like every time I got near her car, I was just like, "Learn how to fucking drive." I called her to the seaward. Oh, dude, I called her the seaward because she just kept flipping me off and like acting like I'm an asshole. Yeah. And my whole point was, you almost hit my fucking car. Yeah. You almost this lady acted like this lady acted like I was a jerk, but she knew she was wrong because she pulled up. That dumb bitch knew she was wrong too. She almost well, I don't know. She's giving you the finger. She she's giving me the finger because I fucking reprimanded. Not that you were wrong, it. but you know maybe she thought in her heart of hearts that you were really. Oh wrong. no, she knew she was wrong. She admitted it, but then at that point it was she'd already it's been too in, late. She'd already been enough of a bitch where I was just like, fuck this. I'm not I'm not done. I'm not done oh, here. I'm, I'm just not gonna letting keep, up now. Yep, I'm just gonna keep yelling at you. And I called her I called her a dumb cunt a couple times. She was get, she's like driving down the road, fucking giving me the finger the whole way. So that's why I called her a dumb cunt. I didn't give this lady the finger, because she pulled up. I would have given her the finger if she didn't. She did look at me like I was crazy, but then she pulled up, so who's really crazy? Look, it also had almost been the third time in fucking Ten less than ten minutes that I almost got hit. Yeah. So you fear for your life, bro. I'd I was had, fearing for my tenders. I'd had a fucking enough. I'd had enough, and then then you want to be stupid about it? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. Yeah. I got home though, and the tenders are really good. That's good. I got cold chicken in my fridge. Today? No, well, my cousin got chicken earlier, and I wasn't hungry when I came that hungry when I came home on lunch, so he left with some for me to eat for dinner. It rains, but once it's nice outside, we grill. So we just my mom's like, "Don't park in the garage today," and I'm like, "God damn it!" But you know, we we're gonna grill food, so it's all good. Speaking of food, um, sir, the next time I come to Chicago, I mean, you did you did introduce me to Recos. But uh, I I can't remember the name of this place, but it apparently is world famous for their carnitas. Oh, the carnitas place? Yeah. I don't know. White people go crazy for it. Mexicans have it all the time. I guess that's why I'm just 
I don't have like genuine Mexican places in fucking Muskegon. Well, I guess we do. We have one or two, but I can't get good carnitas. Yeah, they're not that far from me. They're like on 18th Street. I'm on 36th. Yeah. They're next very time, close. Next time I come to town, we, we need to stop in there. I need some... Yeah, but that's not... That, they are in Chicago, but that's not like Chicago-based. It, it came from, uh, I think, Michoacan. Well, I didn't want it to be Chicago-based. I just wanted some fucking good-ass goddamn carnitas. They have some good tacos, too, man. Chicago has some good tacos. We got some good Mexican food. They're just they're like, hey, they bring you this giant plate of all different cuts of meat. Mm-hmm. And then you make your own tacos there at the table. And I'm like, this is exactly what I need. There's fucking so much carnitas in a goddamn shell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good as shit. Yeah. I wouldn't know. You didn't take me. I didn't know either that you saw the video like this past week. I saw the video a couple of weeks ago. I saw the video, I think, this past week. I think it was like last week or two weeks ago I saw it. Mm-hmm. So I just thought of it, but it came to mind when you were talking about grilling. And I was like, it's funny. Uh, they they use it as a ha- – they love it for hangovers. Not even, It's a hangover food kind of almost too. Yeah, they love I it mean, in the morning. Of course it's well, – Mexicans eat all the time, but carnitas in the morning after drinking, that's pretty good. I, I'd go for that. Some carnitas and eggs. Some some huevos. I'd get Speaking down. Speaking Spanish, I mean, I know a little. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I know enough to get the things I want. <clears throat> yeah, we could definitely get some carnitas next time. All right. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I told 2K I like I, I fucking told 2K like last week I, I was like I want to fucking play a show with the rewrites mm-hmm. set something up mm-hmm. so hopefully cool I, wa- I want to I want to come back to Chicago see my friends I really like the rewrites I've been listening to them on Spotify while I'm gaming and shit yeah they've been doing shows I don't know I haven't been to them lately since the gallery. The art show. Yeah, I like those dudes. Yeah, cool dudes. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I haven't met them all, just but I like Frankie and Toucan. Mm-hmm. They're nice guys. Toucan, yeah. Toucan made me a badass shirt. So yep. I, f- I felt like part of the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't the lonely white boy in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> There was other white people there. You I could mean, have there were plenty. Yeah, there was, a, there was that white asshole behind me that... Yeah, you could have integrated with that guy. Yeah, I would have fucking liked to have integrated my fist through his mouth. He just wanted you to sit down, bro. Yeah, I got to see the empty cage. <laughs> I got uh, so passive-aggressive, too. We didn't have any of that this time. Well, I might have been, been the asshole guy. No, the other guy was being an asshole first. You're not Colby Covington, dude, all right? Just sit the fuck down and watch the fights. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I was just being like, I'm like, man, I'm like, if Colby Covington popped his cock out right now, this guy would be sucking it. And I know he heard me. He isn't going to do shit. I couldn't sit by a Covington fan. I would have fucked him up if he wanted to try anything. I would have fucked that guy behind us up. <laughs> I was waiting. He was all drunk, too. Not the guy that I was pissed at. No, that guy behind me was wasted. 
I had Jesus rolling. Oh, yeah, he, with, I had Jesus rolling with my passive aggressive shit. He was wasted. He was wasted as far. Of course, he was wasted. He was pissed off because he couldn't see into an empty cage during a commercial break. Maybe he should have gotten up. I'm sorry that I wanted to stand the fuck up. My legs hurt. Dude, my fucking back compressed the fuck out of itself. I, I was fucked up for like a week. Yeah, man. Mine too. <laughs> I had to get up the next morning and drive three hours home. Yeah. Well, I drove around the next day for a while with the with the nephew's toy shopping, which I'm going to do this weekend again. I'm probably going to visit Toys R Us for the last time. Nice. So it closes at the end of the month. Okay. Uh, I, think... I don't want to grow up. But, you know, whatever. I'm probably not going to find anything. It's going to be more just for the last walk around. Maybe I'll find some. Who knows? Maybe. Ours has been closed for a minute. So Damn. I'm going to go on a spiritual adventure. Nice. Yep. I'm going to get out of work. On Saturday, come home, change, fucking roll some joints, and go out to the dunes, listen to some Tool, wait for the drugs to kick in. Boom, that's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like a good little Saturday to me. Speaking of Saturday, we got a Saturday morning card. Yeah, early who's, morning card. Who's ready to get up at 4.30 Eastern time? I'm just glad it's on It's on Fight Pass, right? If not, I'm just going to DVR it anyway. Yeah, it's all on Fight Pass. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to watch it after getting getting out of work. Um, <clears throat> This. Out of OT. Right. Yeah, yeah. Saturday morning from Singapore. Your main event, Donald Cowboy Cerrone taking on Leon Edwards. Cowboy number 11. Le- oh, shit. Leon Edwards number 13. I hit my mic. Um, Come on, internets. Sorry, I'm bringing up share dog, bro. No, it's cool. My fucking internet's taking its time. Uh, Leon Edwards is riding a five-fight winning streak. Most recently, a win over Peter Sabata back in March. He's got a win over Brian Barbarena. He's also got a win over Vincente Luque. Damn. Yeah, an impressive impressive win over Vincente Luque. Submission win over Tumanoff as well. Submitted Albert Tumanoff, a win over Dominic Waters. His he lost to Usman. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got two losses in the UFC. Lost to Camaro back in 2015 and lost his UFC debut in 2014 to Claudio Silva. Dude, this is this is a fucking scary fight for a Cowboy. Yeah. Um... Like, this is not a fight I feel super confident about for Cowboy. Yeah, I was looking at it. It's, we're about to see where both of these guys are at, actually. Like, I, I don't think Cowboy's on the decline. I just think he's had a really tough uh, guys since getting into the UFC and especially going up to 170. Mm. And Leon Edwards has been on the climb. He's on the decline. 
I mean, we've seen spurts. He went on that little that four fight win streak. Um, before going up to one seventy, but yeah, I don't know if I'm ready to write him off yet, though. I don't think I don't know if he's done, but you we can't say he's not on the decline, man. Yeah, he's, he's on the decline, but I don't I don't think I'm ready to write him off. <clears throat> he continuously just takes a ton of damage because he doesn't move his head ever. He has zero head movement. He's been knocked out badly by Jorge Masvidal. Uh, Matt Brown was extremely close to knocking him out. Uh, him and Robbie had a war. Till knocked him out. And then, I mean, he he knocked out Yancey Medeiros. I, I'm not ready to write him off either, but I, but he's he's definitely on the decline. Yeah, this, this is going to be a tough fight. Uh, like I said, it's going to be interesting to see where these guys both uh, stand because um... – like, win or lose, we're going to be able to see where they're at. Like, if they put on a good performance or they just get knocked the hell out. Uh, man, I, I think Leon Edwards is going to pull it off, though. I do, too. I'm definitely Especially leaning. at 170. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm leaning out. I'm leaning out. For the youngin' from Kingston, Jamaica. There's definitely a jump, though, in experience of opponent for him. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean... He's never fought somebody with with the the pedigree that Donald Cerrone, the resume that Donald Cerrone has. But yeah, because Cowboy could, I think he could probably take him down and work the ground if he wanted to. But that's not Cowboy's game. But he could. Cowboy has a pretty vicious ground game. He does. He likes striking. Leon Edwards hasn't really shown too much of a ground game that I remember. Is he more of a striker? Seen his fights. Yeah, he's forty percent knockout rate. Uh, striker just and mm. choking out a Tumanov isn't an easy test though. No, it he could have caught him and gotten him. Yeah, I don't remember that fight very well. It looked like Tumanov. It looked like Tumanov was putting it on him uh, in the strikes before getting before Tumanov got choked out. The Vincente Luque fight was what intrigued me about Leon Edwards. <clears throat> really, um, he was Luque's able to, a tough motherfucker, dude. Yeah, and he was able to take Luque down three times. Uh, he's got takedowns. He took down Brian Barbarino as well three times. Yeah. So. We shall see. I'm it's going to be interesting. I'm still leaning towards him, though. I am, too. I love Cowboy, but I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how many more he's got in him. Yeah. But we'll see. Did Cowboy step in on this fight, or was this fight like... No, this is this has been set up for a while now, okay. I believe. Okay. I think even uh, Leon Edwards called him out. Okay. I couldn't remember. For some reason, I was thinking that Cowboy stepped in in this fight, too. Uh, your co-main event, number seven, Ovin St. Pru taking on Tyson Pedro. I like this fight, too. I mean, the main there's a lot of Asia. It's, it's a lot of fighters that we kind of know, but <coughs> a lot of Well, fighters. Tyson Pedro pulled off that uh, sick Kimura in his last fight. Yeah, Tyson and I Pedro's... think uh, 
Pedro's won two of his three fights by submission, one by TKO. Uh, knocking out Paul Craig. He's only losses to Erie Latifi by decision. But I think St. Prude is coming off a loss by knockout to Latifi. I think he got knocked out. Yeah, Latifi knocked him out. Oh, no, he got guillotine choked. By Latifi, so... I don't know, Tyson Pedro's uh Tyson Pedro's a tough motherfucker. Yeah, and his last victory was pretty impressive. He's young. He's fucking... He's strong. Yeah. He's, an up, he's definitely the up-and-comer. Yeah, I, I'm going with Tyson Pedro... Because St. Prue, he's been shown if he gets tagged, he he will go down. Yeah. No, I got Pedro either second round submission or knockout. This one ain't going to the judges. Who knows? Maybe we'll see another fucking St. Prue choke. <laughs> the Von Flu choke? Uh, your second fight of the main card, number nine, Jessica Rose Clark, a.k.a. Jesse Jessman. I love Jessica Rose Clark. Been following her on Twitter since before she got into the UFC. She likes my, she complimented my beard. Nice. Is she the one that got her house broken into? She is the one that got her house broken into and her cat was, her dog was murdered. Oh, shit. Yeah. Forgot she's, about that part. She's also the one that, uh, she, her, she, her name got out there because she was the one that got, she was dating an MMA fighter and, um, he almost killed her. Oh, fuck. Uh, Julian the Jackal, um, I can't think of his last name, but, uh, a lot of people would remember from the viral video that came out a few years ago of he's, he's just covered in tattoos tattoos all over his face and everything like that and it was like showing these two fighters at a weigh-in and he was trying to punk out his opponent and acting like a badass and then he got knocked out in the fight okay that by that asian dude yep by an, by the asian dude yeah yeah yeah. i remember <clears> that one that's the guy she was dating and he, the guy with all the tats yeah oh what this was this was years ago this was years ago she's she's this this happened before even like the War Machine, um, Christy Mack thing. But yeah, that's that's about when I first discovered Jessica Rose Clark was off of that horrible incident. But she's got a bad judge of character. She does. Well, I mean, people make people are young and make mistakes. Like I said, look at Christy Mack and fucking War Machine's yeah. psycho ass. Mm-hmm. And I used to like I used to like though. fucking War Machine. Before he was a Oh yeah, way before he was a fucking pile psycho, of shit. Yeah. I hope he fucking Psycho pile of shit woman beater. I hope he rots in fucking prison. Yeah. I'd say I hope he gets raped, but you know, he'd probably be doing the raping. Uh you know. I mean, maybe one on one, but not in a group yeah, situation. They, yeah, not in a group situation. And a lot of people love them some Christy Mack. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of guys in prison that have had nothing to do but fantasize about Christy Mack. The Christy Mack gang. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna fuck him up. Yeah, the Mack attack. Uh, 
Jessica Rose Clark taking on Jessica Evil Eye. The Battle of the Jessicas. Jessica uh, I mm-hmm. finally snapped her four-fight losing streak back in January, picking up her second UFC win over Kalindra Farah. I mean, to be fair, I has lost to Misha Tate, Sarah McMahon, Alexis Davis, um, Betch Cohera. Juliana Pena and a no contest with Sarah Kaufman. Clark um, Clark's been on a Clark's been on a winning streak. Yeah, she's got two in the UFC, right? Yep. Back Rollins and uh Van Zant. She broke broke Van Zant's hand. Yeah. Yeah, arm, sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm going with Jessica Rose Clark. I've never really been too much of a Jessica I fan. Nothing against her, but she always comes out on decisions, on the losing end of decisions, and it's nothing really too spectacular. Kind of reminds me of uh, Raquel Pennington in a way. Um, Seems like 25 is going to be a, a more natural weight class for her. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it was still kind of boring that uh, Kalindra fight. Yeah. She did win by split decision. No, I'm hoping it was just to get her bearings. Definitely not an exciting fight. Uh-uh. But I'm going with Jessica Rose Clark just because, I don't know, I like her attitude. She's come from more adversity that I know of just because I know a little bit more of her backstory because I have been following her on Twitter as well. Yeah, I like I like Jessica like, taking her. Over like six months now. and I, She's been on Ariel's podcast, so I get to know some of these fighters through that stuff too. She's got a she's got a nice little personality too. Draws you. Yeah, and she's hit an unfortunate situation since hitting the U.S. So yep, I'm I'm rooting for her, even though Jessica I's record's not gonna look well with another loss. She's out. They may keep her because they need 25, but yeah, yeah. Opening fight of the main card: Lee the Leech, Zheng Lang. Taking on Dashe Abi, maybe something like that. I don't know how you would pronounce it because he's from Japan. Yeah, Japan. Napan, Nepal. I don't know. Sorry. What? We pronounce it differently because we're Americans. Japan. Yeah, it's not Japan. Look, I'm too high to explain this right now. I'll look it up and I'll explain it next time. Hold me to this, Jeff. I'm not wrong. I sound like I'm a fucking idiot right now, but I'm I'm just confused because I've I've never heard these things before. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you're just fucking with me, trying to make me convinced that because I'm high, or no, if you're no. really telling the truth here. No, we pr- we pronounce it Japan, but it starts with like an N or something. How they would say it? Because I had Japanese exchange student that lived with me for a year. I could be wrong. I might be stupid as shit. But she, uh, she always said Japan or well, Japan. <coughs> could be both, or I could be a hundred percent wrong. But I'm gonna look this up now. I'm now I'm down myself. You That's tell, the thing about weed. You tell me what 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 you discover, and if you're right, I'm I'm not calling you a liar. I'm just, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? That's that's where I'm at. That's <laughs> like like with Resident Evil, bro. It was uh, Biohazard. What the fuck was that shit? You don't know about that one, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, for them it was called Biohazard. Ours was called Resident Evil. 
but that might be like a whole total different situation. But still, I just work here. Yeah. Anyway, Li <laughs> Zheng Lang. <laughs> Such an asshole. We start talking about Resident Evil because the dude from Japan. <laughs> Uh, Lee Jingling coming off of his loss to Jake Matthews. Uh, before that, riding a four-fight winning streak going into that fight. Um, Abe Abby Abe. I don't. I don't. I don't know how you pronounce. I'm gonna go with that Abe. I'm gonna go with that. I'm it's eight. It's Abe in English, but yeah. I'm gonna go with Abe. I'm gonna go with Lee Jingling. How about that? Oh well, yeah, I'm going with him winning the fight, but I was going with uh, I know the pronunciation. I, I know you were. I was just fucking with you. <laughs> I was just. I'm going with, with you. I'm going with the leech because that name definitely fits him. Oh yeah, I got the leech. He's gonna grab onto this guy, and I don't think he's gonna let him go if that's his game plan. But we've seen him do it. But um, he did knock out Zach Otto though, mm-hmm. pretty fast in the first round. Lee's got hands. Mm-hmm. And he can take some fucking punishment. Yeah. yeah. He's gotten some KOs, but he's got really good control, man. And his wrestling's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, he does got good wrestling. Uh... For being from China, I don't well, I don't know how good their wrestling program is, but I would say they have more of a striking thing going on in China. Judo? Judo as well, yeah. But, like, his wrestling is really good. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, his straight-up wrestling. I mean, wrestling is is not huge, like, huge in Asia, but they have, they have uh, like, Japan's got really good wrestling. He probably just focused on it. Yeah. FS1, or FS1, sorry. Fight Pass featured fight. Tete, Tete, yeah. Teruto Ishihara. I just call him fucking Ishihara. Ishihara taking on the UFC newcomer Peter Yan. I just like Ishihara because that motherfucker is insane. Like, he's just he's le- legitimately that, uh, crazy. He's like uh, the party guy, right? Yeah. He wants all the chicks all the time. Yeah, and... he always just wants to bang chicks and party. Yeah. That's why he fucking trains at Alpha Male. I don't. I don't blame him. Sounds like a badass. I mean, I'm with him. Mm-hmm. I like his I like his philosophy on life. Yeah. Uh, he got derailed a little bit. Yeah. Uh yeah. Who's this Peter Yan guy though? No, no mercy. New new guy, Shadow Man. Yeah, definitely new. He's from ACB. This yeah. Is... Eight and one. Damn. Yeah. Fight. You know what? I'm gonna take the, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the new guy. Why not? Why not? He's Russian. Fuck yeah. Probably got some. He's he's, probably got some good wrestling. He's probably pretty tough. Speed yeah. and cardio. So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Ishihara's had a pretty tough go. I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Peter Yan as well. Yeah. Uh, Felipe Arntes Arnetas taking on Song Yandang. I don't even fucking 
I I don't, I don't know any. Of I don't think I've seen either one of these guys fight before. I don't think so either. Uh, I mean, Ar- Arnetas, Arantes has fought. This will be his fifth fight. He lost recently. His last fight was in 2017 against Josh Emmett. It's been a while. And then before that, Eric Perez. Yeah. Uh, we in 2016, uh, almost a year before that. Sanyan Dang has fought once. Back in 2017. Damn. Next. Uh, Rolando Die taking on Shane Young. Um, two more guys I'm not very sure of. There are some guys on here that I've definitely seen. Uh, this will be Rolando Die's fourth fight in the UFC. Hasn't fought since 2017. Has a loss to Ishihara, Alex Caceres, and a win over Wuluji Biren. Where the fuck that is? Uh, Sugar Shane Young. Lost to Volkanovski last. Yep. Alexander in, uh, Volkanovski in November. That was his last. Beat Bo Yan, but in WLF. So this is his second fight in the UFC. Yep. Okay, so yeah, uh, Rolando died fought back in November. It wasn't that long ago. I was thinking it was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. <laughs> I got nothing for either one of these dudes either, man. Hector Alanda or Aldana? <laughs> yeah, Hector. I was moving. Yeah. Song Kenyon taking on Hector Aldana. I'm going with Aldana because he's Mexican, Mexican and he's 4-0. Probably coming in with some boxing. Some good hands. That's what they got in Mexico. Not too much of a wrestling. Not too much jujitsu. It's moving in more. They, they they have better wrestling than jujitsu, but definitely what their main focus is over there is boxing. Um, I guess they have done some taekwondo, as you can see with the Ayer, but uh, that's mainly what they stick to, so it's going to be interesting. Kenya knocked out Bobby Nash. This is Aldana's first fight. In the UFC, he's only four and zero. So yeah. yeah, I'll I'll take Kevin. I'm going with Hector. I'll take him. Shinzo Enzai taking on Jake Matthews. Shinzo the animal coming off two wins in a row over Luke Jumo. Oh, Luke Jumo. And Rogers Apata. Holy shit. 2000, September 2017. Before that, all the way back to 2015. Jake Matthews just recently fought and won somebody else on this card that we just talked about. Yeah, uh, the Leech. Leech. I don't know why he's lower than him on the card if he beat him last. But Because we're in China. Or in okay, a hundred percent makes sense. Sorry, yeah, because we're, uh, we're fighting in Singapore. I'm gonna take Jake yeah. Matthews. Yeah, I'm taking Jake Matthews. Vivian Pereira taking on. I'm not even gonna try this Yan girl's last name. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Uh, let's see. Yan Zoanen, Zayonen. I don't know, man. I'm gonna take Vivian Pereira. Chonin. Shonen? Yeah. Okay. That that 
XI thing is uh, it makes a weird noise. It makes Sochi. Like it, when you see those fucking C, X, I and shit, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I didn't, but, uh, I didn't know you were an expert on Chinese. No, the Mexican uh, language, well, not the Mexican, but the Aztecs use that a lot. And then a lot of names were brought over from the Aztec language into Mexicans. They like using it a lot. Okay. So you get like, you got like weird. I trust you. But I also trusted you on the Japan thing, and yeah. so who knows? <laughs> I might knows? be wrong. Fact check, fact check me, guys. Uh, Shonen eight one and zero with one no contest. Vivian Pereira thirteen and one. Pereira uh, lost to Tatiana Suarez. Back in November, before that, she had wins over Val- Valerie Letourneau and Jamie Moyle. The Moyle. Moyle, 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 Moyle. Uh, Shonen's got a win over Kaylin Curran back in November. Ooh, I'm going to take her. I'm going to take her. You're taking Yan? Yeah, I'm not going to. I'm going to take Yan. Fuck it. Fuck it. And she's eight and one. She's be current. I'm going with uh Viviana Pereira. Pereira? Pereira? Yeah. Vivian. I'm going with her. Vivian Pereira. Yeah. Second fight of the fight pass early prelims, Matt Schnell taking on Naoki Inui. Matt Danger Schnell. God, what? That's a that's an original nickname. Danger. Danger. I wonder if he comes up. Wonder if he comes up to that song. I hope so. The mystical song. Danger. Uh, Schnell Get has the recently won over Marco Beltran back in October, losing his two previous to Rob Font and Hector Sanvidal. Um. Anyway, eleven and zero. I think I remember this kid, Carlos John Thomas De Thomas. Yeah, that's his only fight. Home. Yeah, but I feel like I home versus Pereira. I feel like I, I remember, remember him too much. He put. Uh, he had a. Oh yeah, he fought on the Holly Holm Bashkahera card back in the last time they were in Singapore. I'm gonna go with him just because the other guy's got two losses in the UFC. Yeah. Rob Font isn't that bad, though. Yeah, I remember that fight. He just had a high output. In a way, I dude. don't know. Matt Snell might. He's had some tough guys, though. Yeah, Marco like, Beltran, Hector Sandoval, and Rob Font. 62 strikes and fucking. And he's got some. He'll, he'll try for submissions. Five submission attempts in that fight. I'm going to take it in a way. Yeah, I'm going to go with him. Keep him undefeated. <laughs> of course, you can't have an Asia car without Yuka Sasaki. Taking on Janelle Laosa. Sasaki, man. 20 and 5 with 25 and 2.
My internet is slow as piss today. I, I'm just confused because uh, Sheridan confused me. They're probably using different names. Some they do that sometimes. Let me let me hop over to the UFC page. Maybe the uh, maybe this fight got canceled. I don't know. Or a fight didn't get canceled. I'm not. I'm not sure. I have six, eight fights on the early prelims, and this would be the eighth one because we didn't talk about three of them. No, they just didn't name them right. Or maybe it's a replacement. Askan Makhatarian versus General Lausa. Which one is it? Sure Dog or UFC? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go with the UFC with Suzaki because it is in Singapore. But he could have dropped out. Who knows? Who knows? I'm going to take Suzaki. <clears throat> if that fight's going to happen, who who knows? I don't. I don't know shit. Sherlock should have reported it if he dropped out. That's the card. Yep, that's the card. I'm not going to. I'll be at work by the time the main card yeah, I'm going to be at work too, but I'm going to catch it after. I'll be at work by the time the main card starts. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get out of work, pick up some breakfast, pick up a badass coffee with an espresso shot, a frozen coffee espresso shot. You're welcome. And then I'm going to. Then I'm going to watch the fights and get ripped. Yep. That's my plan for Saturday. I'll be getting ripped later while I'm fucking tripping balls. Oh, yeah. Oh, wee. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Let's get into some news. Gegard Musasi set to defend the Bellator middleweight title against Rory McDonald in September. The Moose. Bam. That's going to be a fight, dude. Bam. Champion versus champion. Is Rory going to be the champ champ? He has a very good chance of being Bellator's champ champ. But Moose is no joke, though, man. And sometimes he kind of... I don't know about at 85 against Musasi. Yeah. Could you... Musasi is a super badass striker, too. Exactly. And he's lanky. And his ground and his game ground. is good. Yeah. Rory's got a pretty good ground game as far as yeah. like wrestling and stuff, but mm-hmm. I like Musasi's. Yeah, I think people sleep on Musasi a lot because of his sleeping style. Like, yeah, he lulls everybody, mm-hmm. even the even the viewer. Yeah. Uh, the fight's set to take place <sighs> September twenty ninth, September twenty ninth in San Jose, California. Sources confirmed Thursday with MMA Fighting. ESPN was first to report the news of the super fight. Of course they were, because ESPN's in the MMA game now. So now they're going to yeah. shift their fucking focus and pay more attention to it. Mm-hmm. 100%. Before all we could get was a report from fucking Brett Akimoto. <laughs> There's no Everyone, official yeah. number placed on the Bellator event yet. San Jose is the longtime home base of Bellator, President Scott Coker, and big comes big cards come to the city on a regular basis. This main event would be one of the best ones in terms of quality fighters in Bellator history. Sources also confirmed that. <clears throat> okay, never mind. That's a story we're going to talk about. So, uh, Vanderlei Silva 
said he's fighting Rampage Jackson in September, and when this fight got announced, it was also confirmed that Vanderlei Silva and Quentin Rampage Jackson will fight on September 29th. So that fight's happening. Mm-hmm. Bam. Boom. Two news stories. Out um, I got a story. What you got? Luke Thomas is going to be the host of the MMA Hour. Yeah. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yep. It got reported yesterday, I think, by MMA Fighting. He's going to be the new host. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I was still going to check it out, his show and Ariel's show. But now I just have to check out a different show. Well, very, just one different show. I'm very indifferent on Luke Thomas. And I never, re- I only listened to the MMA Hour for like certain people. So, it, it's so long. Certain interview. Oh, yeah. No, I don't blame you. That shit's fucking. Four hours. And, and like, I'm hot. Five and hours. Cold. Five hours. Yeah, sorry. It's extended itself to five fucking hours. I'm, I'm hot and cold with Ariel. Like sometimes, yeah. sometimes he's I like him. Sometimes I can't stand him. So, um, the same thing with Luke Thomas. Sometimes I think Luke Thomas is a smug asshole. But oh no, definitely Luke Thomas. 100%. But it's a it's a it's the perfect fit. I I'd said Tuesday. Um, I I thought maybe that ESPN was going to try to snag up Luke Thomas, but um, I am wrong. Because he's taking over the MMA hour with Luke Thomas. That means New York Creek is definitely going over. With Ariel TSPN. Yeah. I would think I so. I hope they give us the same show. I was down with Ariel's show. Yeah. A lot of people were. Lots of people were. Uh... Antonia Shevchenko, sister of Valentina Shevchenko, slated to face Jamie Lynn Nevera, Niviera in the Contender Series fight. <clears throat> uh, after losing her originally scheduled opponent of Silviana Gomez Juarez to an undisclosed inju- injury. Jesus, I can't talk today. I'm like losing my <laughs> voice. I can feel like I'm losing my fucking voice or still trying to get my voice back from Saturday. So, damn. Yeah. I hadn't played a show in months. So, and I didn't really like vocally prepare for it properly like I should have. That's what it was. And well, I like the day I fucking a, yelled at Jake all day. And I smoked a fuckload of weed before I fucking played and smoked a couple blunts. So, that probably mm-hmm. didn't help matters. Was it Jake or Josh? I don't remember. Um,. I don't remember either. But that guy made me lose my voice, that bastard. Yeah, I can't remember. I'll think of it eventually. Um, let's see. Where was I? Uh, this The fight will take place June 26th, so this coming Tuesday. Uh, Shantenko is the Lion Fight champion. Yeah. At 125? Yeah, she's a badass. Yep. She is a badass. Her and her sister. Her and her sister. Am I am I that that that's something that would uh that would draw me in. I would watch Antonio Shevchenko cuz I know of her and been following her career outside of the UFC. She's definitely fighting this year. 
for this season. Yeah. Fighting on Tuesday. Boom. Boom. Um, John Moraga meets Davison Figadero. Fig- Man, I hate that last name because I know I'm not saying it right. <laughs> uh, at UFC Lincoln. Yeah, which is headlined by Justin Gaethje and Ally Aquinta. That's nice. A, God damn, that's a fucking... Uh, Moraga coming in on the three-fight win streak with wins over Wilson Hayes and Magomed Bebelatov. He's 6-4 and four since challenging Demetrius Johnson for the championship back in 2013. Mm-hmm. I like John Moraga. I like John Moraga, too. I think he's still got it. It's just he... That, that division's tough, man. We don't give it the credit because Mighty Mouse, but... It's a tough division. It is a tough division. <clears throat> it is a tough division. I've said it I've said it on the show numerous times. Uh, without Demetrius Johnson in that weight class, there are several guys that would have traded that belt back and forth, mm-hmm. including John Dotson... Joseph Benavidez, Cejudo. Um, McCall. Ian McCall. Yeah. Because McCall tied with him the first time they fought. And right. then after that, it kind of went downhill for him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> everybody goes downhill the second time against Mighty yeah. Mouse. Look at John Dodson. John Dodson dropped him the first time. And Demetrius beat the brakes off of John Dodson. Yeah, and then with Benavidez, he went good the first one, and then second time around, got dropped. Yep. He couldn't last the three rounds anymore. Yep. You give, you give Demetrius Johnson and his fucking coach enough time on in video on you, you're fucked. Yeah. Uh, reported this morning, former heavyweight champion Josh Barnett is negotiating his release from the UFC over the USADA mistrust. Um, this was originally reported on Wednesday that he had been released, but ESPN spoke with Josh Barnett and he stressed that he had not yet been let go by the promotion, but was currently in negotiations for his release and had no bad feelings toward the company. Quote, it's true that I've asked for my release and we're discussing the terms now, Barnett said. Zufa has been fantastic and above board since I re-signed with the company. Every promise made has been kept and I have no despairing words for them. Barnett also said he is seeking his release due to the role of USADA in the UFC and his mistrust in the drug testing companies or the drug testing agency. Uh, Barnett failed an out-of-competition test with USADA back in December of 2016 and uh, despite putting forth evidence that the failure was a result of a tainted supplement, USADA still had designs of suspending the former champion. Barnett took issue with the arbitra- uh, to arbitration and became the first fighter to not get any kind of suspension since USADA started leading the UFC anti-doping program back in 2015. The victory was not enough to make the War Master feel comfortable enough to return to the octagon. Under the yoke of USADA. So. He said he just doesn't feel comfortable giving control necessary to USADA. That would continue his career in the UFC. He's also, I mean, 
you know, he's can't blame the dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, during his first stat with the UFC, he was one of the first fighters to fail a drug test. Yeah, and but this time around, they they jumped on him. And then like, we got you, bitch. And then he fucking got in his title victory over Randy Couture. He failed again and was ultimately he was stripped. And then in 2009, he tested positive before fighting Fedor with affliction. So he's got a history. Yeah. He's going to go to Japan. Fight Raisin? Raisin? Probably, because he can juice and he can go back to go doing pro wrestling over in Japan and shit. We still calling. Uh, still calling shows for them. He's still call- yeah. Is he- I don't know if he's retired from wrestling, but I mean, if he's back working and fighting in Japan. Mm-hmm. I like him as commentator. I like him fighting too. But I like Josh Burnett. He's a very smart yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. Very smart individual. Smart At this fighter. age, he might need he might need that shit. He might need the TRT. Yeah. Been taking that shit long enough. Uh, a couple more stories, both about surgeries. Claudia Gadelia's knee surgery was deemed a success. Uh, she went under the knife Wednesday morning to fix her right knee, and it was a success. Straight, strawweight contender announced on her social media that she had a procedure done to fix her LCL. Uh, the injury she sustained prior to the UFC 225, quote, victory over Carlos Sparza. I, I put in quotes, not the, <laughs> not MMA fighting. So we'll hope, hope for a speedy recovery for Claudia Gadelia. And uh, Rafael Dos Anjos undergoes plastic surgery after ear nearly fell off at UFC 225. Uh, Dos Anjos posted a photo on his Instagram stories earlier this week announcing that he had had a procedure done to his ear. In fact, it was not the first time he had ever had to have his ear fixed, quote-unquote. Uh... The UFC, former UFC lightweight champion suffered a big cut behind his ear against Covington, and it was stitched right after the contest. So sources tell MMA Fighting that Dos Anjos had to get his ear stitched five times since a sparring session with Michael Bisbing in October of 2017 before his win over Robbie Lawler. Dos Anjos has had his ear stitched up two weeks before UFC 225 as well. It was a deep cut this time against Covington, though. Dos Anjos uh, thought his left ear could fall off, so they decided to have plastic surgery to fix it properly and prevent it from happening again in the future. God damn. Yeah, man. He's expected to have the stitches removed in two weeks and be cleared to spar in six. Very nice. Very nice. That's all I got. And I ain't Scott's no more. Yeah, I got nothing else besides the MMA hour thing, but that was it. Yeah, we're uh, just over an hour. I like it. But I like it. I don't got anything else. I got nothing else besides plug it. Listen to the Full Heel podcast. 
Check out the Full Hill Podcast on YouTube, on Podbean, on iTunes, on Stitcher. Uh, check out the rewrites. Check out Rye. And uh, subscribe to the Full Hill Podcast and rate, drop me a five-star rating. That's all I got. Do all of those things. Por favor. Right now. Do them as you're listening to this. Um, I don't got anything. Maybe I'll try to go see fucking Jurassic World this weekend. Yeah, I was thinking of taking the nephews. Depends on how weird I'm feeling Sunday. Oh, because of work and stuff? Well, because of fucking taking mushrooms. Oh, okay. And mushrooms, yes. You know, the, those mostly. Mm-hmm. Just stalling because... Well, enjoy that, brother. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Apparently, we're not going to get any outro music because my fucking YouTube is being stupid. So, fuck it. Cold out. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. We're out of here. Deuces.